Hello and welcome back to another episode of No Highway Option. It's the cinema podcast that answers the one question that applies to every film. Is this better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 seminal masterpiece, The Pacifier? And that actually hits a lot harder for this movie, considering it is a similar genre and came out in the same year. I'm one of your hosts, Connor, and I guess the classic song that I would remix with a rap and a country and just a bunch of garbage is New York, New York. It's a similar tone to what happens here, and, you know, you just say the name New York a bunch. Hey, I'm your other host, Luke. Uh, I would take the the age-old classic Old Town Road by Billy Ray Cyrus and Little Nasty X, and uh, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would remix it into EDM jazz. Interesting. And we have a returning guest with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, sure. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, sure. Uh, hi, I'm Nick. Uh, you may remember me from such memorable episodes as Overboard. Is that the name of the movie that we did? Yes, it was. Uh, and Congo. Oh, that's right. You were on for Congo. Yeah. Gorilla. Um, Gorilla drank a martini. Uh, Fun stuff. And uh, I would remix... I'll stick with Sinatra. I'll do Fly Me to the Moon. Uh, but I would like that in like a um like a whisper with just where the with like the bass drops real fast and then but all the genres I think would be fun. You do it like <laughs> a uh William Shatner, fly me to the moon. Let me yes. play among and, the stars. But I want this I want Jamie Kennedy to sing it. <sighs> I want to see Frank Sinatra just be so upset. In his <laughs> rolling in, uh, in, in the his gray. yeah. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Jamie Kennedy, the movie that we are talking about today is from 2005, given to us by Savannah. We would thank her, but no. Uh, <sighs> this is Son of the Mask. <laughs> Does anyone have any history with this movie? I had seen it before, but I did not remember it. I I remember. When this movie came out, I was so excited because it was around the time that I really got into Jim Carrey and I loved the original mask. And I remember like begging to see it in theaters. And I think I saw it in theaters and left the most disappointed. This movie gave me fucking nightmares for years. The baby and the dog scared the shit out of me as a 10 year old. And it just I have always had it in my mind of like, I fucking hate this thing. This thing is terrifying. So I had not seen it in full until last night. And guess what? I still hate it. And the baby is still scary. I had a lot of fun. You, had, you, like, the, you like this? <laughs> you had fun once where you rewound the movie when the doctor says that the lady's pregnant. It was such a good cut. Uh, I think I'm... Pregnant? <laughs> yeah, the guy just went pregnant, <laughs> and we watched it five times. You know, this movie is like an hour and a half. It felt and longer. It felt it felt five hours. It yeah, it's one of those things where like it just it keeps going and going, and you go, I don't, I don't want this. I I want I want to be dead. I don't want to kill myself. I don't want to die. I just want to be dead. This movie was basically George of the Jungle. But the thing is, George of the Jungle is, it It knows what it's adapting. 
the tone of George of the Jungle and the tone of the George of the Jungle cartoon makes sense. This one, it's just too frantic. The filmmaking's too in your face. The CG baby's in the Uncanny Valley and it's scary. And like, it just, it's mean-spirited. It doesn't work for me. And I, I was like doing a little bit of research before this episode. They kept saying, oh, we wanted like the first mask, which is great. Uh, also freaked me out as a kid, but then as I got older, I was like, oh no, this is actually fun and I get what they're doing. Um, it like, it was like, oh, a Tex Avery homage, you know, we're doing like the classic cartoon wolf, we're doing this, we're doing that. Apparently they were like, well, if that one's Tex Avery, we want this one to be Chuck Jones. And it... It definitely was. I Not really, like it, yeah, it's Chuck Jones in the sense that there's... The idea of Roadrunner antics, but his things, like, have pacing and aren't constantly punching you in the nuts. This movie constantly punches you in the nuts. Uh, plenty of that is punching you in the nuts, too. But, but, well, yeah, you know what bothered me most? And a lot of, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that I thought about this movie was how I could tell they were trying to be like the original mask because mm -hmm. the dog in the original mask name is milo and the dog in this one's name is otis yeah like, oh, adventures oh, of milo and otis he he yeah and but the thing is in the original you have jim carrey playing the you know guy who can't catch a break nice guys finish last all that stuff and then he's the mask and he can do whatever he wants in this one there's just jamie kennedy being upset he gets like two times to be kind of fun but he's doing a weird voice the whole time yeah he turns into hulk conan Oh, the hair is bad. Why is his hair plastic? And orange. In every, yeah, it doesn't He's make man it. Jim Carrey didn't have hair. Yeah, Jim Carrey was bald. And Dorian had hair, but it was real. Like, it looked real. It and wasn't it, plastic. And it looked like his. It's like, yeah. it's not like this is a situation of that Jack Frost movie where it's like they made the puppet snowman to look like George Clooney. And then he saw it and backed out. So they were like, um, Michael Keaton looks enough like George Clooney. So he's the star now. I don't know. It looked like they were trying to actually make something and it came out bad because of that. Like that's a that's some kind of prosthetic or something, isn't it? I mean, it's definitely a mask. Yeah, but the whole thing. I don't know. The the costume and the like it looked like he was wearing a whole Yeah, he was he was in costume like that like a wax man. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't know. And the whole thing with, like, the first mask really worked because you could really get Jim Carrey's expressiveness through all the latex. So, like... Yes. You have to... You have to not think about the other mask. You have to, like... Well, you can't. It's called Son of the Mask. <laughs> yeah, and it, they reference the original yeah, all the time. You have to think... Ben Stein's in, your head, in both of them. You have to think it's Son of the Mask because there's Baby and a mask. You have to... Because there's baby and the mask. Yeah, and this is the mask. But it's not the mask. No, it is the mask. Yeah, it's the I same it. mask. It's, it's, it's like 200 miles from the original city. And then when they're doing the ultrasound, the baby does a dance to Cuban he Pete. Does the which Cuban I guess Pete means thing. that some of Jim Carrey's DNA, some Stanley Ipkiss is in there too. Yeah, or it's just like a that's mixture just baby. Loki's favorite song. Which, why does Loki need a mask at all? What was that for? He the, has every power. I mean, I think green. they mentioned that, like, Odin was mad that he 
that Loki like let it get loose on Earth. So he's like, you're going to have to clean this mess up, Loki, my son. My name's Bob Hoskins. I was on set for four hours and then I ran away. Yeah, this cast is too good for the movie that they made. Yeah, I. So there I have like a whole list beyond my notes of like things that I have to mention in this episode. And one was like mid 2021. Jamie Kennedy started publishing stuff on his YouTube channel of what happened to Son of the Mask and like his point of view of it. And like apparently he was it was supposed to be more of him, but he was supposed mm. to be the mask less like no, he wasn't exactly supposed what no one wants. He wasn't supposed to be the mask until the very end. And like when he was the mask, he was doing a bunch of different characters and like it was supposed to be more of a rom-com. He was supposed um, to be more like Mr. Mom. I don't know. So, so it's a it, it's like a multi-part series. He interviews the director. There's a two hour cut that they were like, we love this. This is great, but the studio wrecked it. Yeah, and like, but here's the thing, though. I think, uh, and I don't know for sure because we only saw this version of it. Um, the problem with having Jamie Kennedy is the dad. Yeah. The problem with giving him more time is that everything we get from him is fucking terrible. <laughs> He's not. He very gives good. It's every bad. line wooden, wooden, and very whiny. Well, yeah, I, I looked it up. I did some research too, just because finally a movie that I had seen before. Um, and Jack Black was offered this part, and Ryan Reynolds was also offered it apparently. And mm. I'm not surprised they turned it down. But the Ryan Reynolds would bring a lot more something. It would just be Deadpool, it, pretty much. And then, but and then Jack Black would at least do voices. I don't know how they go. Okay, you know how Jim Carrey was a great comedian he did a lot of voices he was a great uh physical actor who's the next step from jim carrey J the, the guy from scream well and malibu's most wanted jamie kennedy had like a sh sketch show where he did characters like the jamie I, kennedy ex tell. experiment experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it, where i was it, coming from <laughs> it does not show in this at all i mean the, nothing the, against the guy like i'm sure that he has a body of work yeah here it is not reflected here you're watching it and you're going Mm, probably should have just been Alan Cumming. Who is good? Who is good he's having at what fun. he does? He's yeah. he's in his I'm Alan Cumming in a kid's movie mode. My agent really fucked me over from the 90s to the early 2000s. But like, because, you know, this, the, uh, what 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 the hell's his name? Um, The Great Kazoo in Viva Rock Vegas. Was, uh, he, was he a Another Spy classic. Kid? He's Flute Flugel in Spy Kids. You another, fucking bet he is. Another kids movie that people really enjoy, but the effects freaked me out as a child, so I hated it. He was in X two. He played. Uh, Night he was good Crawler, as Nightcrawler. Right? He's a he's, he's a really he's good Nightcrawler. He's, he's a good, good he's actor. Fun. He's in uh, fucking Josie and the Pussycats, and he's incredible in it. That movie rules. I I mean, I even think he was decent as Loki here. He knew the movie he was in. Like he knew that it was supposed to be just goofball bullshit and he played to that i mean the most fun parts of this movie are it's, it's the zany stuff it, it speaks to why you couldn't have had a different cut that was more focused on jamie kennedy and the wife because the stuff that was fun is 
dog and baby yeah. doing dumb cartoon stuff and loki the horror scenes if you will was it was it fun or was it just not as terrible grating and noisy the, the he does the frog dance he sings all the words the frog dance is the thing that really bugged me cuz i again one frog evening is great chuck jones is great but it fucks up the thing because jamie kennedy plays an animator in it and the kid is doing classic cartoon stuff to him, quoting the cartoons, becoming the cartoons. Shouldn't he at some point recognize that and be like, okay, I should try to bond with this kid? Uh, I no, because he's afraid of it. Well, yeah, he's going insane. But like, I don't know. If the if the kid starts doing the Michigan J Frog song, like, that's all you think of when you hear Hello My Baby, Hello My Honey. I like, he was doing it like Stitch. What do you mean he was doing it like when Stitch? When Stitch puts his fingernail on the record... And they open up his head and the music comes out. That's how he was singing it. Yeah, he his was lip mouth syncing. wasn't his mouth wasn't even moving. Oh, I did he not know. He was just that. dancing and the sound was coming out. I there's a lot of bad ADR in this movie too. People will be like walking out of scenes where you can tell they did not shoot them saying anything, and then they'll just be like, I also have to get the car over there. And like it just I was like, ooh, this this is not working well. Voices were my biggest issue is with the dog. Uh, I have a lot of issues with the dog, but voices were a big weird thing. Did you know that um, star of Cobra Kai, Mary Mauser, was one of the voices of the baby? Oh, weird. Yeah, I looked. I looked that up, and it said Mary Mauser as one of the three babies, and I was like, I don't think that she's young enough to have played an infant, and it was her voice. I was confused about that, but also, no offense towards the Invader Zim voice or the guy who was in Billy Mandy. Uh, the dog's voice was just the most annoying part of everything to me. Yeah, I was going through it, and I was, and at one point the dog screamed. I'm like, "That's him!" Like he's not even trying. Apparently, it's both uh, Richard Stephen Horvitz who plays Zim and a guy who voices another famous dog, Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy, is apparently point was... the dog's Whoa. voice at one point. I don't, it's huh. it's weird. The cast is weird. Cal Penn is here for two seconds. Maybe he had a bigger thing in the two-hour cut. No, he had a very short arc. It was all achieved. He wanted to fuck the lady, and he fucked the lady? Yeah, that was it. End of arc. I guess so. He had to go work for the president. What a weird <laughs> couple did. years for him. He was in Van Wilder, then Malibu's Most Wanted, then Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, then Son of the Mask. And then, and then House, the and then the Taj. White House. <laughs> yeah. It was also an epic movie, which we can't, oh, right. he can't was, forget about. He was in that, that whole thing. Yeah, the Jamie Kennedy talking to the director, he kept comparing the stuff that was cut to an MCU adventure. He was like, we were Marvel before Marvel with this cut. And I, I just... don't get it besides Loki's in it and they say Thor. I think this was the best version. <laughs> I don't Do think you... that that makes it amazing. I don't or good I, even. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think two more hours of like more of the dad were gonna do anything. Yeah, a, a lot of their complaints besides that were the movie took away all, a lot of the setups for jokes, which like just sounds like 
had like set up punchline is important. They were like, oh, it's only punchlines. But I don't know. Watching the movie, like you see quick setups and punchlines. Yeah, they just weren't funny. I would like to interview Jamie Kennedy about (laughs) his interview. I mean, uh, because at that juncture, I would say name 10 moments in the movie. Just in general. (laughs) Find me 10 of those moments where those jokes, you wanted them to be longer, to be better. Yeah, there there was one point in the interview where he was talking to the director and the director was like, we had a big resolution in the movie, in my version of the movie, where like, you know, he walks up to Stephen Wright at the end. You see them making the show and Stephen Wright's like, you found the spark. And like that got cut from the movie. So there's no resolution. I was like, no, that's in it. We watched it. That's in the theatrical cut. So, like, I'm confused as to what extra this thing has. I think probably what we're missing is more of the work stuff. Probably. Uh, Because that left in the middle. Um, And I was like, oh, shit, maybe they're just not going to talk about his job. It's not going to get resolved. And then, like, he obviously was going to make a cartoon out of what happened. Like, Mm -hmm. that was how that was going to go. Sibling revelry. And it looks bad. It looks really bad. Well, it shouldn't have been CG is like the main thing. No, but what's at the end? It's just them running back and forth. while the dad and mom are behind a big newspaper and then he puts it down and they're kissing. And then his wife goes, that was a great show. What was the plot of the show? What was it? We don't even know. It's like the it's like one of those things, like I was saying earlier, where it's like, oh, they say it's a Chuck Jones homage, but they don't really get it. It's like people being like, oh, that's what Tom and Jerry is, right? They run around and hit each other and you and nobody notices. It's like, no, there's more to it than that. Uh, There's an art and a pacing to animation. Not that one at the end, not the show that he made, but everything in the middle was works as a Chuck Jones homage. it doesn't though. Chuck Jones is more deliberately paced. There's, I, I guess, I'm agreeing with Jamie Kennedy saying the setups were cut because, like, what I'll, setup are you missing? No, which, but, which joke wasn't set up? The Roadrunner cartoons are sure they're rapid fire gags, but there's time to breathe in between. You see exactly what's going to happen. There's setup, payoff, fade to black, next thing, and. For Chuck Jones's like dialogue. Yeah, look at that whole that whole run with the TNT. Is that is it's, what you just described? It's not though. It's the pacing is off. If you're trying to do a Chuck Jones thing, and then also Chuck Jones non Roadrunner stuff is more dialogue driven and did not work for this. We all know who Chuck Jones is, but maybe some of the audience doesn't know, and one of the guests doesn't know who that is. <laughs> uh, Chuck Jones, classic Looney Tunes animator created Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote, did a lot of the famous Bugs and Daffy stuff, uh, directed the um, Grinch TV special, legendary animator. Okay. that You know what bothers me most about this movie, aside from everything, is just they took the parts of the mask that worked and then tried to be like, what if it was that way less good and times 10 and they like they built up these rules in the original like did you know that in the original that it only works at night yeah well yeah yeah in this one it's broad daylight and the dog is the mask dog i guess it's different for dogs it's because no because 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 milo in the original and then and otis who can speak to humans 
in but without the mask on. He can do dog speak. He can do Irish And also the kiss. Whenever he kissed the other dog, that was weird. Like <laughs> ate its whole snout. The other dog. His was, head was so big. That's the whole weird. thing. Big head. Yeah. And and in the original, when he he get like he, he gets cut, like his his suit gets cut, part mm-hmm. of his tie, and it reverts back to his pajamas. So we are led to believe that when an object is no longer touching the mask, it loses the mask abilities, right? Does that not apply to bodily fluids? I guess not. I don't know. Why doesn't it apply to bodily fluids? When the baby puke up the Nickelodeon slime? They had, yeah, well, no, because they had a baby. And uh, the minute that it was not mask associated, I'm not going to teach an anatomy class on your podcast. (laughs) That's his whole different. But it also just is so weird because, like, they just played up, at least there was some sense of realism in the original. Like, it was a heightened reality, but I don't know what year this movie takes place. I can't tell where they want to be. What? 2000 and... That's when but it takes place. <laughs> why do they have night? Why, why is Loki a door-to-door vacuum cleaner salesman? Those didn't... Those weren't a thing when we were kids. I mean, it has to take place in at least 2003, four, because Jamie Kennedy plays Mario Kart Super Circuit on a Game Boy SP with the wrong sound the, effects, but still. Like this. He doesn't even play it with his thumb. Yeah. He has like two... He has his fingers up top. It's, well, you uh, know, that you was have, my first note. You have to... The drifting's really hard in Super Circuit. Uh, I didn't even have that game. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but speaking of anatomy and the baby and the mask, um, have you guys seen the deleted scene? The no. big one. In the earlier supposed to be PG-13 cut of the film, this was apparently in it. And, um, well, you'll see. Oh, no. So he comes home from the party, does like the honey, I'm home thing. And it cuts, you see them in bed together, zoom into the woman, and there's the mask sperm, looking like the three uncles from Casper, doing mask stuff. It was someone's job to animate this. Multiple people. That's... Got slow motion sperm going for that egg, they're all green. So like, yeah, it's like look who's talking, but bad. I I guess. Why are there only three? Why why they pick three? I guess that's the only mask ones. Wouldn't it make sense if it was just one, or there were more than three? Why is Loki's mask only able to make three? Well, shouldn't they all be them? I I don't know, man. And the he get into egg, the egg do an explosion. Is that why she's burping bubbles at one point? I mean, yeah, that that I figured is like, oh, that's the chaos magic of the mask doing stuff. Well, the whole thing is the, yeah, it, it's it's not just that he's putting on the mask. It's like fused with him. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's what's supposed confusing. to explain the, uh, the child as a whole. Right. He but, is the son of the mask. The, the Odin keeps saying a baby was born of the mask. Odin's face is also very disturbing in this whole movie. It's super wrinkly. I don't like that every transition is like into someone's eye or mouth and then out of Odin's eye as he screams, Loki! Every time they want to show him. Um, I have a question, too. Um, 
they said that this was the MCU before the MCU. I mean, that's what Jamie Kennedy said. And okay. it is it based take, off a comic book. And we'll, okay, we'll take Jamie Kennedy at his word. Would this movie be better if Tom Hiddleston, if they remade it now and Tom Hiddleston was Loki, and then who would play Jamie Kennedy? I don't think Tom Hiddleston Loki would work for this tone. Well, I think they make, make it MCU tone, make it kind of, you know, he's, he's kind of. So the baby's the MacGuffin? Yeah, the baby's a sky beam. The baby is a son of the sky beam. I'd, I, no. Yeah, I don't think it would work. I mean, for to, I don't know, the, the whole thing with this is like, it all does kind of boil down to the script because they did not make the dad character someone you want to see. And like, not even in the way where it's like, this guy sucks. I want to see him get tortured. It's just, I don't want him to be on screen. You know? But I don't, like, the script itself writes just a guy. Like, he's just passable in the script. I, I think it's all in the delivery. But, so, if you take Jamie came Jamie, 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 if you take him out of it. Yeah. It's still just like, what is this guy? He doesn't want to have a kid. He has a kid. He kind of ignores the kid. He's. You have to take somebody who adds personality to this character. Um, and then maybe he rifts some stuff in there that works. But also, he's taking the lines that are there and making something with them. I, I think somebody like. Um, like, this should have been Justin Long or Seth Green. Okay. In I, this area. I could see Justin Long doing better with this. Um, and I don't know about Jamie Kennedy. Like, I don't, I, I'm not here to just trash this guy. I'm sure that he's a fine performer. I just, whatever happened here, wherever this went, his version of the character is not good. It is not appealing to watch. Yeah. I, it would have made more sense if they would have had someone who is dynamic, not necessarily Jim Carrey dynamic, but dynamic and have them be the mask, have them be fun because seeing miserable dad and then baby who we know nothing about and don't care about. Like I was, I forgot how the movie ended. I'm like, you know, the baby dies at the end and it's a happy ending because he's a hell spawn. But the baby was the, at least up. The baby was doing like something. the baby was moving. Stuff was happening. You it, needed, it, it, it if was this weird. was, if this was what you were going to get from the dad, you needed to cast a different actor to play him in the mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which like, isn't really the whole point of the mask. The whole point of the mask is like, look at this performer's duality. Yeah. But you're not, yeah. it was just the same. Yeah. No, it, the whole thing just, I don't know. Uh, fucking Ben Stein pops back up to be like, Ooh, look, a connection to the first movie. Why is, he, he he's there in the museum his face gets bloinked off yeah they cut that right off of there it's like play I, I was gonna say not even like ripped or cut just like bloink yeah and it's like oh that's should be funny that's weird this was a this was a live action cartoon and in a way that did not work I don't know I think it functionally so, I think it worked sometimes live action cartoons work sometimes they don't you know what else doesn't make sense is that every single parent, so when he goes and looks at every baby to be like, oh, is this my baby or not my baby? 
why does he need a disguise? None of these parents know Loki. It's not like they're going to say, oh, I'm going to open it up for this disgusting looking Girl Scout versus this man with floppy black hair. Like, it doesn't I mean, matter what he looks like. He's a trickster. He's had, like the disguises are just for him. He's, he just wants to trick people. Yeah, they're, do- they're doing a Loki a thing there. Uh, it didn't work. Like, it didn't work for me. <laughs> I don't hate the Loki portrayal. I don't have any like real affinity of like, this is what the ancient Nordic gods are actually like. But like, I don't know, the portrayal of Loki, he fucks with people. That's Loki. Did you like his carnival face at the end? No. When he turns into the, the weird... Jesus Christ, no. The baby had <laughs> to try... the baby had to decide, and when that thing popped up, I went, no. No, yeah, ba- you're trying to get a baby to come near you. Let's do the scariest possible face. Yeah, baby should be running away. You know that thing? Wasn't it a rattle? No, he like does the carnival music. He has like the spinning thing. His teeth are all big and he's going oh, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, you know that thing in Beetlejuice that's supposed to be like the big final scare? That'll attract a baby because the baby's a chaos demon or whatever. I think we got to take your individual... Yeah, no, I child I, scares and put them on the shelf. Oh, a, objectively, a it a is callback. an uncanny valley <laughs> freaky baby. Okay, like that's just. And then I don't like it. <laughs> I like Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is great. Not saying it one more time. Um, but let's say that if the that movie just super sti- well, I didn't say it. If Beetlejuice shows up, and in the sequel he has a kid who has his abilities and then Michael Keaton is just playing Mr. Mom again. And they're just like cartoon. That movie would be really bad. I think they just missed what made the first one good and just amplified the wrong stuff. I think at some point in the making of this movie, some point in the production, they should have said, this is not the mask we're making anymore. This is hell baby. And then they were far enough down the road that they should have done something else. Um, You don't even, all of the stuff could be the same. You could just, you take the mask element out of it. You have to have some other. So it's just a freaky supernatural baby. Yes. You have some other thing, some other magic thing. It could be like a sequel. Loki and Odin are not Loki and Odin. They're something else. Magic man, Mike, and his dad. Magic they are God man, and Mike Jesus. <laughs> They're not God and Jesus. <laughs> I and mean, Jesus and Satan. I don't know. There's something else. and you, Or they had to go, we have to make a different... I just, I don't think that you were ever going to get a sequel to The Mask that was true to The Mask that was, like, good. I just don't think... I don't think it was going to happen um, without a level of care that... I just don't know that I, I, you don't always get from sequels. Yeah. Especially low budget made for Nickelodeon sequels. Well, I, especially after Jim Carrey movies like Jim Carrey movies that have had cartoons mm-hmm. and then sequels. He's not involved in this is this might be the worst. I haven't seen Ace Ventura Jr., but at least yeah. Dumb and Dumber when Harry met Lloyd Dumb and Dumberer had, yeah, the that one had like, scene. It, it did have poop yeah. scene. Well, they had like some parts of what made the original great. Yeah. You knew it wasn't as good, but they didn't amplify the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have to imagine that they tried to get some of the cast to come back. So the thing was, The Mask 2 was announced 10 years before this. 
Right. Do you know where it was announced? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, I do. Um, uh, Nickelodeon. No. Not Nickelodeon. Nintendo <laughs> Magazine. Nintendo, Nintendo Power Magazine. Magazine. So the back of Nintendo Power, Nintendo's official magazine, used to have like contests where like third prize, you'd get a T-shirt. Second prize, you'd get whatever the big game was. First prize, you'd get like a game, a console, and some experience. So it'd be like, Mario Galaxy's coming out. Enter the contest, you could win a Wii, Mario Galaxy, and a trip to space camp, because the game's in space. So they were giving away uh, copies of the Mask video game. And the grand prize was a Super Nintendo copy of the Mask and a walk-on role in the Mask 2. Did it happen? Did the kid get in? So back and forth happened... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> no, uh, Jim it's like <laughs> Jim Carrey did his run. He did Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. He went, I hate doing sequels. That is not a challenge for me as an actor. I was miserable for that. So I'm not doing a sequel ever again until Dumb and Dumber 2. And the guy apparently just was given $5,000 in prizes, and in the final issue of Nintendo Power in 2012, they went, sorry. Like, we couldn't mm. predict what was going to happen. Dumb and Dumber 2, I think, is a prime example of, like, if you got a standard Mask 2, mm-hmm. I think it would have been Dumb and Dumber 2. Which also um, was not good. Was not very good. It's sort of bummed. But better. It's better than this movie. I don't think Dumb and Dumber 2 is better than this one. It's, I, again, I can't fully divorce myself from Scary Baby, Scary Dog. Like, literal nightmares for years. Like, through college, I wake up and I'd be like, damn, I had that nightmare about the fucking baby again. But, like, he, he's freaky. I hate him. I hate him so much. Like, now I've seen it. I've watched it. I'm over it. But, like, it looked bad. And the entire time I was just like, I don't like him. You catch Connor staring outside windows and you're like, what's going on with him? He's like, think about the baby again. You can hear it uh, when we release our Oops All Coming Attractions game episode. You can hear my disdain when I figure out what Savannah is giving us. And I'm like, why? Why do you have to do this? I knew you hated it. I knew that prior. It, it's based off of fear. We're going to be watching. We we have watched horror movies. Yes. And Connor did not dislike as much as Yeah, this. no, I enjoy some horror movies. As a whole, I don't like being scared because I think it's a negative emotion. But like, yeah, this one, just I don't like it. And I remember when it first came out was like 2005, nine years old because it was in February. And like, that was around the time I started like getting into movies, reading movie reviews in the paper. And I remember reading the review for this and they're like, I don't know if your kid likes Looney Tunes and Animaniacs, they should like this. And I was like, well, that guy's an idiot because I like Looney Tunes and Animaniacs and this thing is scary. This felt more Animaniacs than Looney Tunes. Yeah. I I mean, in the hyperactivity sense, it is more of an Animaniacs thing. Yeah, but Animaniacs, well, fun tie in it. uh, Rob Paulson, who played the mask in the. A cartoon, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, at least had like references that were timely and like had some smart alecky humor. It wasn't just like, what if it's the dog who's invaders him? And I don't know where the goofy voice came into this, getting dragged through a building and a piano and Jamie Kennedy sitting there like, what's going on? Like that's the whole joke for 40 minutes of the movie is that he's overwhelmed. 
it was kind of funny when he saw the dog walking around and he went shh to him and Jamie Kennedy just went, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's your, that, that was a silly that's line. That's your setup. Time to marinate though. is perfect example is the dog home alone trap that he sets. Mm. We see him. He's drawing the thing. Music is playing. And then it executes. There's there's a moment before it happens. It executes. It goes wrong. He's flying all around the house. And Jamie Kennedy's like, what the fuck? I also was not as keyed into the dog's voice because I didn't really like the amount of it talking didn't make an impact on me because most of it was like. Yeah, it was literally there was just screams. There was just scream. Yeah, there was just one point where he was being flung around where he was like and i was like oh that's zim he felt very duck hunt to me speaking of duck different uh poultry fell but the beginning when uh jamie kennedy tim i think his name's tim avery yeah tim avery and the wife who's the wife's name name is is tanya apparently yeah and alvy he's doing like the who's a fishy Who's a this? Who's a this? He's doing all the animals. He says, who's a turkey? And then he makes a chicken noise. He goes, who's a turkey? And I was like, well, I already don't like him because he doesn't know animals. Yeah, that was a a weird whole thing. And also because before we watched this movie, you and Savannah were watching Old Man New Guy. That that scene (laughs) started. Old Man New Guy is the rookie on ABC. If anybody doesn't know what what Luke calls it. Yeah, that scene started and I thought it was him. I was like, is that Nathan Fillion? And then we got more of him. You thought Nathan Fillion was the dad in this? Just the, the one-off dad. I mean, you know what? It'd be funny. Not the dad, Jamie Kennedy dad. Oh. The other dad. The turkey dad. Jamie Kennedy's the one who does the turkey thing. The other guy. The other guy. The oh, other dad. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other dad. Uh, the dad the tall of the, guy. Yeah, the dad of the four kids who the one had butts oh, Jamie Clancy, Kennedy in the cock. Where they say seven minutes in, good poop Clancy, like with a totally straight face. This, I think, up to the point where, I don't know, maybe that night, that's where I think he could have been Seth Green. It Where he's there and he's like a weird teenage adult man. He's playing the Game Boy SP in the car. Um, he's like, I don't want to have a baby, man. Yeah. Which it, when he didn't want to. So the mask is supposed to amplify your deepest desires, at least according to the, the first mask one. makes you horny. We see that with the dog. We see that with right. him. But in the, the mask original, does make you horny. Stanley Ipkiss is a, is a he's like a, a romantic. And then he's finally like, oh, here we go. And Dorian gets grosser. Tim never wants to have a kid, yet Mask Kim wants to have a kid after... Ma- Mask Kim just like, wants to fuck. Yeah, yeah he wants to know. He insults, he like insults and assaults several people at the party during that, it's, you're too good to be true. Like, yeah. you, you shouldn't be wearing that. And then he spins him over to his friend. And then he tries like, oh, to eat the camera good. while he sings. Every Everything in this is too close to the camera. Back away like five feet, and maybe I would have liked it a little more, but... Everyone was just too close. The party was such a wild thing. The the boss is the most boring man. <laughs> and it sucks because Stephen Wright is very funny. 
Right. They what they gave him to do or what he decided to do, he was womp womp. You know, and that was the whole fucking thing. Well, and then you- the party that's going on in his house already is like wild for this guy. And then everything that happens with the mask is fucking crazy. Like, why? If you were going to pick a medley, it's the same in different styles, which, you know, I, alm- I almost respect it. They cut a, apparently, apparently they cut a big rap portion because they did a longer rap. And according to Jamie, producers were like, this could be a radio single. Jamie Kennedy could no. be a rapper now. But then they no. looked at the contract and there was a little pencil in part like, you cannot rap or change the lyrics. This is the part where you boogie. Yeah. It, this is the part where you dance. It can't have been good. I don't know, man. Again, the long... I'll, I guess I'll link to the playlist in the show Although, description. But like... I don't know because most Cuban of his Pete. problem is his delivery and how monotone it is. But like... Would you say Marshall Are Mathers you- is a good singer? No, you would say that his vocal talent lies in his, the way the Why speed did you use at which his he says. Full name for fun, <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> but like he makes music that is good. Yep. Um, I just yeah. Well, do you know Stephen Wright stand up at all? No. He, his whole thing, so his drab voice, the bosses, the like, well, you think you got a spark there. That's his thing. Like, that's his delivery, and he just does one-liners. He's great. He's like, I spilled spot remover on my, uh, fuck, what is it? I spilled spot remover on my carpet yesterday, and now I can't find my dog. Like. Uh, oh, I was trying like a to... low energy Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, I was trying to find my house on the map. Turns out I live under the T in United States. Like just, just goofy shit well, like I that. Think... So he's a weird choice for this role, and to not give him any funny lines that would work in the delivery. Well, he needed to be in more of the zany scenes. That's how you make that work is he needs at least one scene with like the dog and the baby running through but the office. Even when and then the he mask- says something monotone, just a quick one liner thing. And it was fucked up. Yeah. And that works because of the juxtaposition. I, but like even during the mask thing, he just kind of goes, this guy's crazy. Yeah. Like nothing. I just, and, and they also, they know it's him, which, was weird. I'm just confused by everything. Why is he doing that voice when he's in the mask suit? Like, <laughs> I mean, hey, honey, how you doing? Yeah, like, I why guess is it that voice? The mask amplifies what you think is cool, like Venom does to Peter Parker. So, like, I guess he goes. I guess he thinks that like suave men are the best men. Just in this exchange between the two of you, you have given more personality to your voices than he did even as the mask. So you're saying they should do the next mask and it should be me and Nick trading off. It was just, he was just louder boring. It was like, hello, I am here to talk to my human wife who I will not impregnate because I like video games. And then he went to the party and he went, hello, I am wearing a green face mask. I am here to sing and dance. To be fair. Would you like, friend at work, would you like to have puss? And (laughs) 
to be fair, normal Jamie or normal Tim's voice isn't just hello, wife. It's wife. I don't want a kid. More. You put more on it. Again, but put more on it than so he did. Whiny. <laughs> he is really whiny. And it's I will say when he was the like the cowboy version of the mask, that wasn't bad. It was he, weird okay. he's still singing he I Love You Baby. Uh, I, my favorite part of that whole sequence was when the cars were dancing. I did laugh at that. I was like, why? Yeah. Do you, how are the cars moving? Things got a little chuckle out of me during this, but like, it, I don't know. It was one of those where it's like, where you're like, I feel like I have to laugh because they're trying to be funny and I don't want the movie that can't hear me to feel bad. I think the the... The choice to do the one song the different ways, it was like a school project. Um, And it was an interesting choice in that we saw all those different versions of it. I had no doubt at the time that there was like some sort of spitball session where they worked up these different things. Mm. I thought it was neat in that respect. It was just so odd that he didn't really put anything new in it except for the few brief moments of voices. Like the cowboy voice was a little bit different. Or this is the part where you boogie. Yes, and like the weird bu- the boogie buttons. Yeah, the boogie buttons. Why is it? Why is it? Why is it this? This is the part where you boogie. Because Malibu's most wanted. I don't know. Is that Which a was is that a, a movie, movie that yeah. we've all seen? Yeah. Okay, uh, that's bad. Jamie Kennedy's like big movie, and he's playing like a white wannabe gangster. Huh. Don't it's, recommend it. Mm, not oh, good. I, I I remember liking bits of it as a teenager. Not enough to be like, Jamie Kennedy's the man, but to be like, ah, oh, he says funny stuff. It has probably not aged well oh, God, and, no. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the tone of this is also <laughs> so wild, because like you, you expect you expect it to be like, you know, at first everything's normal, and then they have the baby, and then it gets weird. Like, every time you see uh, the tim and tanya doing stuff there these are my notes oh i just wanted to grab a book too (laughs) (laughs) Um, every time you see tim and tanya doing stuff you expect to be normal and then like more supernatural stuff creeps in but tim's weird little fantasy about having a baby just keeps doing hat on a hat stuff of like he has a baby wait it's twins Wait, it's a third baby. And then it then the mom's shooting him out. Tanya's shooting him out and like she doesn't care. And then the babies are vampires at the end. Yeah, you didn't laugh at that? No, I was confused. That would have been a better movie if there were just a sport <laughs> of baby vampires. Well, that's fucking the last two Twilight movies, which are a lot of fun. But the baby, when it was just a baby head, looked better. <laughs> look better than, than the Twilight baby. Well, to be fair, <laughs> they did use a real baby in some of these shots. Yeah. It but was, even when they were like, but yeah, just no. noodling around with its like mouth and eyes a little bit, it well, was better than some other CGI that I've seen. Yes. And no, because Renesmee looks like. <laughs> yes, and no. Well, Renesmee looks like the part in this movie where Loki disguises himself as the baby and you see Alan Cummings face on Loki uh, on a baby's yeah. body. Like, that's what the Twilight Baby looks like. Yeah. We all know it. We all love it. Hey, those were the best two movies in the series. Yeah. Hey, so Loki 
it like just goes back with his dad, like their buddies at the end. Um, did the people that he trapped in a vacuum cleaner and otherwise tortured, defaced, turn into a big nose woman? Literally are they defaced. turned back to normal? Are they turned back to normal, or is this lady just gonna have to learn to breathe? To, or to smell to see. I thought he killed all the rest of them and the nose lady went back to normal. Yeah, I I assumed Vacuum Woman was dead. They do have her say something in the vacuum bag. So we're happy for Loki at the end. He just murdered <laughs> families and then probably babies. That's one of those. And we're like, we're like, oh, he's back with his dad. He murdered 25 people over this movie. That's one of those things where like they don't need to think about it. It's like when like, Something like that happens in a commercial and they're like, all right, and the next commercial, moving on. You're like, that person is dead or like their lives are like changed forever. This had Nickelodeon commercial moments. Yeah. Um, you had Airhead Balloonhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Nose Lady. Isn't Nose Lady a thing? Isn't there something with Nose Head in something else? Nickelodeon was obsessed was... with snot. Yeah, it was Nickelodeon all loved snot sneezing. The 90s. It was all sneezing and then Dan Schneider took over and it was all feet. Big yikes. <laughs> um, also, at the end, so the during the boxing match, which was a weird choice to have any climax just be a boxing match, they're like trading blows and Loki's just kicking Tim's butt. Mm-hmm. But then when Tim's a regular guy and there's a big hammer hand, he, he like can hold it up. Does that Spider-Man moment where he saved? Yeah, how? How did he do that? The power of dads? Loki doesn't want to kill the baby or odin i guess was like i'm gonna make his power a little bit weaker i am i think it's the power of dads i, I or it I could think be that the was what it was supposed to be the whole thing where it's like did you know actually if like a mother's in a car accident her adrenaline can have her rip open a car door to save her baby that whole thing i mean that's a right, thing right but yeah, yeah, I know. But a thing I, is real i know it's a whole thing but if a mom is standing in the middle of the road and a bus comes at her at like 40 miles an hour. I don't care how much adrenaline she has. She's going to get hit by the bus. Mm, she can't just ha- stop it in his I don't think the depends hammer on is how swinging much she loves fast. her baby. Yeah, that's true. What'd you say? Depends on how much she loves her baby. Cause, I, I guess. Because Tim, <laughs> Tim really loves the baby after they have a quick give him a bath montage to the somewhere over the rainbow uh, wonderful world mashup. They have a moment. He's lost everything. And that's a human baby. And he goes, well, I guess the baby doesn't hate me anymore. There's probably a gas leak in the house from all the damage that the baby and dog have done. But that's fine. Let's just bathe the baby. Clean baby. Get the Satan out of him. Um, I wish the baby would have been plastic. If the baby was plastic, that would have made it the movie at least 10% better. Like how Tim is plastic. If the baby was at all plastic and green. I wish he would have been green. And that could have added some comedy to it. If the baby's face turned green, it would be less scary. It would be out of the uncanny valley more. You'd be like, that's a fake baby. It would be better. You wouldn't get any of that time where they thought it was the baby was normal, though. No, but if it turned green when it was using mask powers. Mm. But why do we want the baby to even like it should be like, oh, he's just he has a birth defect. He's green. You know, why do we want it to be a baby? Because it's the. Same yeah, I mean, this movie. Are you asking me why this movie? Why this movie yeah, exists? Why? Like that's what. <laughs> I mean, I do. I guess I do give them props for not just doing the mask to another guy finds the mask. 
Like I would have liked is, that more. There's a chance it could have been better, but like it is slightly commendable that they were like, if Jim Carrey's not going to do it, we're going to do something totally different. You know? Yeah. yeah no, I, I I fully stand by that. The worst thing to be is like is like boring. Is like boring neutral. Boring. So and like, like yeah, carbon copy. Well, right. So like a movie where it wasn't good, but it wasn't extreme enough to say that it was bad. It was just middle of the road. The middle of the road mask, uh, like a re- one of those reshoots that was popular. The fucking um, American Psycho. They did it again, shot for shot. Halloween. Basically shot for shot. Just Psycho, not American Psycho. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, they no, did make they do a American sequel Psycho? to American Psycho. No, American it's, Psycho 2 was Mila Kunis' direct-to-DVD sequel. Didn't yeah. they do a shot for shot of American Psycho? Just of Psycho. Gus Van uh, Sant. Well. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And I love Vince Vaughn, but I, I, I stand by the point of like, you are, we are, we have just talked about this movie for roughly an hour 53 minutes and we're just getting to the point where we're we're like you know what there's some okay stuff well yeah like so we've talked about this movie for an hour whereas if this movie was just middling reshoot of the mask with another guy this is a sequel it's like maybe you you probably don't get Cameron diaz either you probably Mm -hmm. have i i don't know you have (laughs) fucking adam divine and uh, uh, Sarah Highland. I don't know. Right. It's so like they're together in Modern Family. I don't know why they I have, thought of the they, two they of them immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so you have chemistry. Maybe you have base chemistry. The movie goes on. You've already seen it. I feel like okay, it's all right, but I've seen it. Um, you never, you never talk about it again. No, no hate YouTube videos are made. Yeah. About the thing. Whereas you make a movie that is unanimously panned as fucking terrible. It's because, remembered. And, and you, right, you make choices uh, bad or whatever. You make them. It's remembered. Right. Yep. You have uh, you have guys on a podcast. Maybe they do stuff. They eat grapes. They're still talking about something. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't. I disagree with that. Just because I do think that there's a world where they say like, "Oh, this is Stanley Ipkiss's cousin, Bob Ipkiss, and it's just Jamie Kennedy, and he's doing a poor man's impression." But I think that they focused on the wrong thing. The fun of the mask is not look at how weird his body is. It's look at how this physical comedy. There's occasionally CGI. It's not all CGI. I think if they were like. Hey, he has an older cousin named Roy, Roy Ipkiss, and it's played by Robin Williams, and they focus on his life. That's a different. Com- I think it's the presence of the comedian. We either don't, we don't, we know nothing about Alvy. He just makes us uncomfortable, and he's weird. And then Jamie Kennedy is flat and has no. We don't. I don't care about him the whole movie. It's yeah. It's one of those things where like, oh, the wrong thing is taken away from like everything, everywhere, all, all at once. One best picture. And because it was like a heartwarming story with stellar action and interesting stuff and Hollywood went multiverse. Everyone wants a multiverse. All right. More multiverse. Cool. Like, that's just that's what it is. They went, oh, well, The Mask is like the CG movie of the 90s where like everyone went, whoa, look at these effects. Let's bring it back up again. 
Totally. And like, what if they in ten years they make a movie called Most Things, Most of the Time, Most Places, and it's starring like. Uh, who's a guy that's probably going to be irrelevant in 10 years? Uh, Nick Kroll? Yeah. Whoa, and I whoa, like Nick Kroll. Whoa. <laughs> I've had Nick Kroll in the back of my head since we first talked about the Jamie Kennedy experiment, so I just wanted to get his name let's, out there. Let's say a that's sorry a terrible pick. I just wanted to let's get say, his name out there. Right, Star of Geico Caveman. Skylar Gazando, that guy from, he's in like Vacation and Booksmart, like that guy. Oh, I like Ten him. Years. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> That's Chris the Pratt. trouble with He's trying to find somebody. <laughs> I like him in Booksmart. Chris Pratt. Sure. Ten years. Chris Pratt oh, yeah. has been in a lot of stuff that is going to still be around. No, in I 10 like years. him. I, okay. He's it's an actor. It doesn't matter. But let's say there's most <laughs> things, most of the time, most places, and they just focus. It's an hour and a half movie, and an hour and ten minutes is just about everybody has hot dog fingers. Like that would be the equivalent of this movie where they just focus well, on the wrong things. Well, it'd be a different Okay, right. So the but they like have children, and the children are like, I have corn on the cob hands. Yeah, I'm stuck on an actor that like we'll all agree as like will kind of fall off a little bit. I I don't know. <laughs> That's why I think they should not have called it uh, Son of the Mask. Just Hell Baby. Well, Hell Baby. No, it it should have been something else. I'm marinating on it. Help, my baby. It'll is come a, back. Help, my baby is a freak. I googled actors. And Google is not helping. It's just showing me a bunch of people who act, none of the ones who yeah. will fall off. I Finn Wolfhard. And Finn they got Wolfhard. all these names. Finn, Finn Wolfhard works. Yeah, Finn I Wolfhard. Know. You don't know what's going to happen. Do you man. concede on Phil, Finn Wolfhard? I don't know. I think it's it's very early to tell. He's been doing some stuff. Is, wait, who's Finn Wolfhard? Stranger Things. It. Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guess, okay, I thought, you were, I thought you were talking about the naked brother boy from the uh, stupid movie. Hmm. That's Nat or Alex Wolf. Alex, both of them. Alex Wolf is doing more stuff, and old is not stupid. Old is great. Which one was in Jumanji? That's Alex. Robin Williams. Which oh, okay? Alex yeah. was Jumanji. Pig. Old. Nat was Paper Towns. Almost Spider Man during the Andrew Garfield years. But th- there's an example too with Jumanji of a way to do a movie years after starring none of the same people that and works. pay om- homage s- to what worked. And but this does have the basic core of like, let's try to do something different while tying it in, but it tied back in the wrong things. They, yeah, and they it tied also, in what like, they different is bad. They tied in like cartoons, cartoons and yeah. CGI. Like that's what it is, right? And, and Jack Russell Terriers. Yeah. Uh, apparently Roger or Richard Roper on Ebert and Roper said in five years, I've been co-hosting this show. Son of the mask is the closest I've ever come to walking out halfway through a film. Now looking back on the experience, I wish I had. Can't say I disagree. I I texted you, um, about seven minutes in this movie is so, 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 so bad. Yep. My brain is bleeding. I think I've seen worse movies this year. I, again, the fear thing and like the love for classic animation being bastardized here. I think it might be the worst thing I've seen this year for me. I, eh, you know, yeah, no, because I, I like just thinking back to this show, like there were moments of spiral from the book of saw where I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Oh no! I, this is this is better than Spiral for me, for sure. Nah, I didn't want to be dead during Spiral. 
Right. <laughs> Extreme. That's how I felt. Um, so, yeah, that's the whole thing. Uh, it ends with the Tori being like, I might, or Tanya being like, I think I'm pregnant again. And then the baby smirks at the camera. If the new baby doesn't have mask powers, the first baby's going to kill it. It's also weird he winked. What is, what is he implying by the mother being pregnant that he winked? He's winking like, I'm going to fucking kill this other baby. Oh, it's uh, this. What is it? The father. They he's were the father. trying to make look who's talking too. But the thing doesn't talk. He does the Woody Woodpecker laugh and sings Hello, My Baby. And he could talk in a sequel. Doesn't Also, the babies in Look Who's Talking don't really talk. They talk to each other. Oh, right. They have the, it's been a while. That's the movie that I gave you guys for the for the suggestion. <laughs> you know, I you know I uh, I rewatched them after Christy Alley died, um, and they mostly hold up. But yeah, it's like watching a Rugrats movie. You're like, okay, yeah, talking babies is funny. I'm also confused by the timeline of these movies because the montage didn't give me any any indication that she was pregnant for nine months. No, um, I don't think seemed, she was. But he said, I waited nine months when, when the baby was born. I made a note of that because it seemed like the next day after they they had sex that she was pregnant. Yeah. Which I'll say was the mask sperms. We watched them go. and But then it seemed like she was pregnant for like a week. She's eaten silly string, which yeah. I, I googled is not totally toxic. It can cause ulcers in a human body. Yeah, it's just the, the whole thing. <laughs> and then when she burps a bubble at the doctor's office, the doctor, a, a medical doctor, is just like, that's not covered by your insurance, does not care. If yeah. you do that in front of any medic, they're like, we need to get you to the hospital right now. <laughs> Bitch, you eat soap? Yeah, they probably say that. <laughs> and she's like, well, I've been having weird cravings, like silly string on crackers. And they go, and that baby's fine? Get get back on the chair. We're doing another ultrasound. And then she goes on her business trip to her nondescript. I think they mentioned it one time, which she does. She's like a manager. She's, of yeah, something. she's like manager of product of thing. They said it in the beginning when he was talking about womp, yeah, womp, exposition. Uh, my job is bad. Yeah, but you have good job. But I don't remember what he said. I either. was going to say I don't remember it because I heard again well, like, more voice. <laughs> how long has progressed to the point wouldn't she be on maternity leave it's 2005 that might have been different about it um i i thought time passed enough time passed where she was off it but also she's go-go business lady too i think in the interview they were talking about behind the scenes stuff and they did mention that it was a nine month old baby yeah well you can't have a baby baby yeah well yeah because it's like they don't do anything they just shit it's not going to participate but if and also, you can't just fucking but cook. A, you got a soft head baby <laughs> under the fucking lights all day. Well, like yeah, you're going to cook that thing like a crawfish in a cup in your garage. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I did like when Jamie Kennedy was running away from Loki and he's just holding the baby against it. It's a clearly fake baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just turning as he runs. Going full American sniper. Yeah, it's real bad. Uh, do we have anything else? Do we want to move on to the criteria? 
Yeah, I never want to talk about this movie again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, you know, the criteria, we do it every week. First off, how's the soundtrack? It's not as good as the pacifiers. It's fine. There's songs in it. Most of them are the same one. You know what? It takes risks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll say that I think the soundtrack is the best part. Yeah. Because there are a few songs that I like in it. And even though the, uh, the medley that Jamie Kennedy does is not good. There are fine songs surrounding it. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. I'd agree. I think there's really only two known songs that I recognize. It was the uh, Frankie Valley song and then um, the Somewhere Over the Rainbow. So those are both good. Yeah, there was one that like was in a dog trying to kill the baby montage that was weird. And I don't remember where. I swear I wrote it down. Would have been cool if it was like ballroom blitz. The you could have seen me now that all a gang of mine. It's like an old timey song. Don't know why it was included. If they could see me now that little gang of mine, that's what. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's not as good as the Pacifiers soundtrack. but. Uh, Is there anything as memorable in this film as the Peter Panda dance from the Pacifier? I feel like I remembered the baby's head turning into a balloon. That's what I was waiting for. And then it happened and I went, oh, I was right. That happened. So I guess that. Yeah, that was in the trailers, I think, quite a bit Mm. for this movie. Just the balloon thing. Uh, Maybe. I I really remember the boxing match. I really remember that for some reason from the first watch. I Mm. think I was 10 when I watched it the first time. Um but no, nothing as good as the Peter Panda dance, but just, you know. Memorable doesn't have to be good. If That's a true. character of an uncanny baby pops up in your nightmares for years and years, then it's memorable. This isn't a bit. So, this is genuine. <laughs> so how old are you when the nightmares stopped of the baby? Oh, they still pop up from time to time. So when we were roommates, I you don't would, like. No, my nightmares when I was working at Disney were me driving to work and Disney customers stopping me in the street and going, you don't look happy to be here. You don't deserve this job. And like trying to kill me. Oh, Macho Man Randy Savage was in your dreams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. but, no, literally uh, earlier this week, like it wasn't a like terrifying nightmare. But before we watched this movie, I was like. Having a dream, the fucking baby popped up, and in the dream I went, there's the fucking baby. Gonna have to watch his thing. So in response to your question, never. They never stopped. Yeah, they, yeah, they still happen. It'll probably happen at some point again, and like, you know, now that I'm an adult, I can have a nightmare and be like, well, that was stupid. Instead um, of if, being terrible. When you have your next one, can you, like, let us know? Can you tweet it out? Like, it happened. Just tweet out, <laughs> it happened. Yeah. Hashtag nightmare baby. Is there a Brad Garrett, Carol Kane, wacky, memorable, good side character in this film? That lady's head, whole thing turned into a nose. That did. Cal Cal Penn was fun. He was doing some weird, like talking. I think he was still in Malibu's most wanted mode. He was doing an accent, which like yeah. felt weird. 
Yeah, uh, but that was, I enjoyed him. I just like him. I'm Stephen Wright. Why are you there? Speaking of Look, which, looking at Stephen Wright, I would just go, <laughs> he has funny stand up. We didn't talk about his cartoons at all. Oh, the posters in the back, like Siamese Popes. Yeah. <laughs> the dolphin guy. It was, oh, I wrote him down. Siamese Popes, Bad Dolphin, something about Lincoln, like Lincoln's recruits or something. There was something with like an army Abraham Lincoln and Torpedo Tortoise. A lot of thoughts about Torpedo Tortoise, but I'm going to save those for a later segment. I'd be very interested to see what Siamese Popes is all about, because it's two popes fused together, joined at the hip. Sounds kind of like the only good joke from Mr. Popper's Penguins. A film I've never seen. We watched that clip, though. I do not remember it. What if the Statue of Liberty (laughs) had a friend? I enjoy that movie. That movie's better than this movie. Yeah, because it's got Jim Carrey in it. They made a sequel with Jamie Kennedy, actually. (laughs) He plays one of the. He plays a penguin who has a child that is (laughs) Mr. Popper's (laughs) brothers, leopards. Where it's just like we kept the Mr. Popper. Everyone liked his name as Popper, and the animals were cute. But now they're CGI, and it's not good. Even though this movie's ten years later. They're trying to kill him. Uh, is there anything in this film that's as batshit insane as the Sound of Music subplot from the past fire? It's not as insane, but the fact that a working studio would just have a loud man in a tortoise costume give tours as animators are drawing oh, and they can walk by and do anything they want to the animators, at least in Disney. When they had the stuff at the theme parks, they were behind walls and you could look at them. You couldn't walk right up next to them as a loud tortoise man gave a tour. Yeah, an open floor plan animation studio. And like, I feel like touring an animation studio wouldn't be the most exciting thing because you'd just be like, hey, what are you doing? They'd be like, I have to get out 46 renderings by two o'clock. I hate this. Yeah. And then you're doing that and there's a man going, hey, I'm a tortoise. How's it going, guys? Like, that would be the worst place to work. And then also the mouth car. The fact that that car had not one but two mouths at the end. Well, because it's the mask, and the mask is all about teeth for some reason. That's one of the takeaways. It looked like the yeah. uh, the Baby Geniuses theme park. That's your one pull from Baby Geniuses. Oh, no, there's lots of pull from Baby Geniuses, dude. We went to the Nickelodeon Universe Park at American Dream Mall. And he kept walking around saying, this is a Baby Geniuses theme park. Because it looks like it, the same thing. Is it as bad as it, or does it seem more fun than you thought? There's some cool stuff in it. I don't know. It's like a warehouse full of rides, but some of the rides look neat. I can't wait to ride the Shell Razor. That's the big one, right? That's the Ninja Turtle uh, roller coaster. I think there are two of them. Cause the Shred- coasters look cool. Yeah, Shredder has a coaster there, and it's that's ah. a spinner. Okay, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. The shell razor is the, oh, you go out the top, you see Manhattan, and then you do a drop. Hmm. What, what? How do they represent Manhattan? Is it just like it's a, a statue? Window. Oh, right. It's in, I forgot where the mall was. I was yeah, confused. It's, next, it's next to MetLife, so like it's right there. Oh, okay, fun. So you get to look through a mall's window as you're on a roller coaster. That's yeah, cool. and you go, hey, Manhattan, we're not there. We're in a different state. 
Uh, my sound music is, I don't know, the whole fucking thing. There is a dog that actively wants to murder a baby. Like, that's weird. Uh, I think it's the party. It's the party in the song medley. And now it's time to do our new segment, Fill It Up With Diesel. Uh, where we try to figure out a place to cast Vin Diesel in this film. It could be as a new role. He could be replacing replacing an existing character. You could give him his own plot line. What have you. I apparently wrote down Loki disguise or dog voice. So I guess I would want Alan Cummings' face to be on Vin's beefy body and like go to someone's house as a mechanic or something. And the voice of the dog, I don't know, it would be funny if the dog turned to the camera and went, I want to kill the baby. I hate the baby so much. I am the dog. <laughs> and then at the end, he turns and he goes, you're my family. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Kennedy's like, but the thing is, Otis, you're a man's best friend and this kid's going to be your best friend. And he goes, you mean my family. And then the, oh, <laughs> um, I would, I had to initially, I think that he would be a better Tim than Jay, than Jamie Kennedy was. He would give it at least emotion. It may be weird. And then him as the mask, I think would be fun. Let him sing, let him dance. He likes doing both those things. <laughs> He'd sing, feel like I do at the party. <laughs> Yeah, but I think a funnier place to put him would be during that sequence as the cars are dancing. A little homage to the Universal Studios tram tour where the cars dance. Put him behind the wheel of his car, and it's one of the cars that's dancing back and forth. And he, they don't, no one references it. They don't even zoom in on him, or they zoom in too close, close to his face, and he's so, just enjoying himself driving. It's just the most hidden Easter egg where you're just like, was that... Is that Vin? Well, shit, I think this is Vin. Yeah, and then like you see like a Screen Rant article. It's like, 10 secrets you didn't know about Son of the Mask. Number two, Vin Diesel is in one of the cars. Okay. All right. I see what you guys are cooking. Um, I, I would change the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would make it something else. Well, I know, I know we've been saying that uh, it's not really the mask. Uh, and so we would really lean into that. It would be son of, mm, I, unclear right now. Uh, I'm working with the title of clean, um, son of clean. Uh, the character of dad is not an animator. He is a janitor. Um, but he's uh, like, I thought he'd be Mr. Clean. It's coming. Uh, it's a Sorry. magic bottle of Mr. Clean that turns him into <laughs> no, Vin no, no, Diesel. No, 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 no. He is into being a janitor. He's way into it. Uh, and he works at a place. Uh, it's like a similar arc of the like getting his cartoon published. He's really into being a janitor. He's trying to be the best janitor. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to join the Janitor Justice League. Um, who he works for. That's his boss, of course. Um, and... <laughs> He has this thing where he interacts with a Loki-like character, but the Loki-like character is like... Dirty Dan. <laughs> yeah, he's like Mudman. Um, so <laughs> the baby has a pretty similar arc, but he's just it's just because he's Mud 
baby. I don't know. <laughs> hey, what character would you? What, what character should Vin Diesel play in this movie? Something else entirely. <laughs> but he's a dirty baby. Um, so why is he son of clean? The then? movie's playing out differently. Son of clean, because his dad he went to clean. Um, Mudman also has a dad, um, but he's not Loki. So his dad is not Odin. Um, his dad is in a similar sort of, he's got a different profession. His dad is, you know him, you love him. It's Mr. Clean, played by Vin Diesel. So so Mr. Clean is Mudman's dad. <laughs> you bet. Mudman is the Loki in this. His, the, his brother a is bit, a magic eraser. A bit of magic mud makes the janitor into a sloppy... It gets his face. It's fucking flubber style. Turns then, him into a sloppy mud man. Who fucks his life? <laughs> mud sperm. <laughs> but the baby is son of clean, even though he is son of mud? Yeah. Yep. Is this an origin story for fucking pig pen from Peanuts? Who knows? <laughs> My favorite part of that pitch... It was at the beginning when you said he's wanted to be in the Justice League of Janitors. That's who he works for. He doesn't work for the Justice League. He works for the Justice League of Janitors. Yeah. Is it their, like, personal janitors? So, like, it's Superman's janitor, or is it just, like, a bunch of super janitors? They're the Justice League of Janitors. Um, Just saying the name again does not clarify anything. (laughs) There's sort of a, a Legion of Doom that's all litter. So, like, one guy's power is that he mops really well? Oh, all the guys mop real well. Oh, okay, so they all They're have the They're the Justice powers. League of Janitors. <laughs> so there's no... There's no there's all the same powers. Do they have but, powers, or are they just good at their job? Isn't being good at your job a power in itself? A League of Extraordinary Janitors, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Alex J. All right, um... What's our final ranking and rating for this film? Um, I'm going to give it like, like three quarters of a carrot. Like it definitely wasn't amazing, but I I did laugh a good chunk of times. (laughs) It doesn't count if you kept rewinding to the guy saying pregnant. Yeah, that That doesn't count as multiple. That was big laugh, but there were other laughs. I gave it half a weird eye to Odin transition out of five. I wanted to be dead. Pass fire better. I gave it one dynamite stick up your butt that makes you fly through a building. He did have dynamite up his ass. Wait, why did the dynamite not explode? Why did it? Why was it a rocket? Couldn't they have just made it a rocket that he stuck up his butt? And why did he need to do that? Because why That's would not he... mischief? That's just weird. Mm. That was their. I don't know. I don't. Because we could go for another two hours and just go of just being like, "What is this? <laughs> What's the deal? What's Who going directed on?" Directed this movie. Uh, this um, was a, with this. You want to know what else the director has done? Because it's also movies that I don't like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this was directed by Lawrence Guderman. Uh, he. Directed additional sequences for Ants, which not huge on. A classic. Uh, Goosebumps Escape from Horrorland. And Cats and Dogs. 
Bang, bang, the, dude. He's playing the hits. Another movie the ori- with the bad original? CGI. That one's good. Another movie That's with bad CGI movie. that young Connor did not like. Why is why are his movies primarily about animals who don't like things? Because didn't wasn't cats and dogs about how the cats wanted to make humans allergic to dogs? Yeah, I think. And the dogs were like spies. Yeah, the dog's name was Lou, and then the kid called him Loser. And he was a beagle. I, just, I saw I, I saw that movie so much when I was a kid. Wasn't he Toby Maguire? Isn't Toby Maguire the voice of the main dog? I think Toby Maguire is the voice of the main dog. I remember seeing let's, that and being like, that's Spider-Man. Uh, let's see. 2001 spy comedy. Yeah, Toby Maguire. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jeff Goldblum, Elizabeth Perkins, Toby Maguire, Alec Baldwin, Sean Hayes, Susan Sarandon, Charlton Heston, John Lovins, Charlton Heston, Michael what? Clark Duncan, Billy West, Glenn. Oh, oh Charles there, Harkin, there's Glenn. Richard Stephen Horvitz again. Zim. Yeah, but this movie is Son of the Mask. Yeah, I know. It's the same director. <laughs> and so that is our discussion on Son of the Mask. Uh, Nick, do you have anything you want to plug anywhere people can find you online? Anything you want to promote? Uh, no, just keep listening to this podcast. Uh, it's def- every Tuesday. It's first thing I listen to in the morning on my hey. on my commute to work. So listen to No Highway Option. Thanks. Thank you, Nick. Um, and speaking of No Highway Option, you can follow us on any social media at No Highway Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, send us an, e- an email at nohighwaypod at gmail.com. You can request a movie if you want to be on the show. Give us a shout out. Uh, You can leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify and share us with your friends so we can expand our listenership, get some cool guests. Who knows? I mean, you never know what'll happen. Just today, the writer of Daddy Daycare retweeted our episode. Ah, cool. I didn't even see that yet. Yeah. Yeah, I was waiting to see if I should tell you on air or not. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's a cool thing. So let, let, let your friends know. Follow us. Let's have more Vin Diesel movie fun. Unless they wrote Son of the Mask, then don't tell them about this episode. No, I would like to ask them some questions. Yeah, I I feel like we were like, I don't like this movie. It's bad. But we tried at some points to be like, there's some stuff. I would like to also pitch them um, Son of Clean, <laughs> Son of Clean. and see how they feel about that. <laughs> Oh, Mudman, got it. Yeah. Right, I'm writing that down. <laughs> you pitch them that before saying anything about Son of the Mask, and they're like, I don't think that's great. And you're like, well, it's better than your <laughs> thing. That's the same thing. And then hang up the Zoom. <laughs> um, and as always, of course, thank you to Ian C. Weber for composing our theme song. This week, the C stands for... Cartoon Child. I was going to say canine, but Cartoon Child works well. Follow the link in our show description to go to Ian's website and hear all of his cool stuff. And do we have anything else we want to add? Negatory. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure as always. Of course. Always happy to have you. And we're always happy to have you listeners. Thank you for listening. But for, uh, tune in next week for... Uh, an episode of No Highway Option. An episode of No Highway Option that I definitely have on the schedule, but I do not remember what it is. No Uber Eats. I don't want to use you today. Tune in next week for No Uber Eats. Uh, tune in next week for Amadeus with 
a special secret surprise guest. <laughs> we don't have anyone for it yet. <laughs> yes, we do. You're hearing this in the future. <laughs> At the time of recording. But for now, for no highway option, I've been Connor. And I've been Luke. And I've been Nick. And as always, these have been all of our opinions. And if you didn't agree with them, that is too bad because it's our way. No, no highway, highway option. 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 <laughs>